In Ankiv Kasu, an old man sat in his circle. Beneath him, elegant geometric shapes brushed the inner rim of flowing script, filling the empty spaces. He watched small, bright-eyed children run by. One had what appeared to be the beginning of curling horns poking through her curls, desperately trying to tag a nimble-footed boy a few years her senior. Slamming into a passerby, the girl swooped down and grabbed some of the scattered coins before disappearing into the crowd with the boy following after. The man, realizing he'd been had, whipped his head back and forth, shouting as he darted off in the direction the children went in. The eldrin in the circle waved a hand and sent his blessing in the way of the children. They were only trying to survive. Pyrrhus was due for a change, he could feel it. But it wouldn't be in his time. No, it would be in theirs. Turning his attention back to what he'd been doing, he drew his makia from the carmine sleeves of his outer robe. He balanced the weight between his hands. It was about the length of his forearm, with a bulbous swell in the middle like the belly of a woman expecting. The man's face fell. Mira. It had been so long since he'd thought of her, or his unborn grandchild. She'd been so sure it would be a boy. Sighing, he brought the flute to his lips. No changing the past now. No sense worrying for the future. There was only this moment. He plays a slow, melancholic song. He had no specific goal today, no variety of beast in which he wished to bring in. But the slow, rhythmic thump a few minutes later informed him that he'd caught the attention of one. When a shadow passed over his face, he raised rust-colored eyes to the young worm before him. This one was exceptionally young, even if it was already far larger than he was. It was a soft cream color, with large and curious golden eyes. Its great wings were already half as long as he was tall apiece. Its feathers were still very long and downy, tracing down its spine and consuming its whiskers. adulthood, it would have been beautiful. Perhaps in another time, it would have thrived. Unfortunately, it was not born to such times. The circle beneath him began to emit a soft glow, the lines rising and wrapping around the worm hatchling. They formed wisps, brushing softly over the dragon's face and wings, until its eyes slid shut and it fluttered slowly to the ground. Its wings were the final thing to stop moving, drifting slowly behind them to lay on either side of it in a slump. Setting aside his makia, he slowly hauls the worm toward him and rises, carrying the creature between the stalls behind him. Some things can't be helped. <laughs>